Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. What's up? What's going on? I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Build Your Tribe. Let's build your tribe. Any question, anything at all you want to ask me about building your business, no topic is off limits. You To submit your question, just go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash ask Shaleen, C-H-A-L-E-N-E. No more wasting time. Let's get to the first question. Hey, Shaleen. This is your friend Francis from New Jersey. Just wanted to uh, tell you that I really love the picture of you and Sean T the other day on, on your Facebook page. Um, he's just fantastic. And I've been learning from you for almost a full year now. I've been listening to your podcast since um, Build Your Tribe and the Shaleen Show, which I love. But um, so I just wanted to thank you for doing that. Um, I was listening to your podcast about Instagram, and um, I think I've hit a wall with my Instagram. I, I haven't grown it, and I post every day um, workouts, inspiration, things like that. I've been doing, um, and I've seen like a spike in my business, attracted new customers. People just out of the blue um, have come to me. Um, which is actually really awesome, but I think I've hit a wall and I'm not really sure what to do. Um, I, I couldn't afford to get into marketing impact this year. Um, my question is, what do I have to do? What do I need to do? I can't, <laughs> like, I, I need to change something and I'm not exactly sure exactly where to turn. So I'm turning to you for advice because you're wise. You are wise in your ways, Shalene Johnson. <laughs> anyway, um, that's my spiel. That's my message for today, I guess. Um, and thanks again for doing your podcast. They really are awesome. You do a great thing for everyone. Ooh, this is an awesome question. Hey, Francis, by the way, thank you so much for sharing my podcast. Thank you for visiting my Facebook page. Um, yeah, Shanti and I, we are brother and sister from another mister, if you will. And I love that dude. But I want to tell you about Instagram and anyone else who's listening. There's been a lot of changes on Instagram. In fact, I'm going to be doing in the next month some free Instagram webinars because there's just so many things that people haven't changed that they're still doing on Instagram and it's just not working. And I want to share with people what they can be doing differently to re-engage their followers. But first, let me say this. Instagram is different for men and women. So Francis, just look at your own activity on Instagram. Like think like the person who you want to attract to you. So in your business, who is your lifer? What are their interests? What are their hobbies? Who is your very best customer? Who is your very best team member? What do they have in common? What things are they looking at on Instagram? What are their favorite accounts? Ask them if you don't know. Because I see so many dudes and I'm just going to, Tell you like it is, y'all. There are so many dudes out there who are like, they're in health and fitness and they're trying to be like, for example, they're trying to be Shanti. And the average dude isn't looking at another dude's workout videos. They're just not. Here's the thing about it. Women love to look at other women's Instagram videos and their fitness videos and their fashion videos. Women like to look at other women. Men like to look at women. But usually dudes don't like to look at other dudes, at least for inspiration. I don't care whether you're straight or gay. It's, it's just the way it is. So what is working for guys on Instagram? I don't know. You'd have to tell me. 
I can tell you what's working on other platforms. Um, for example, on YouTube, guys are killing it when they're doing tutorials, like how-to kind of explanations, screen flows, um, maybe recipes, cooking, tips, those kind of things. But when it comes to inspiration, if you're trying to attract women, because those are your best customers, because as you had mentioned, you are in an MLM. We know that most MLMs, not all, but most MLMs tend to attract about uh, 60 to 80% females. And again, the average female isn't looking at a man's fitness account for inspiration and tips. They look at other women's. So it's like, why do you guys keep doing that? I just keep looking going, but you're, it's, it's the wrong content. Ask women what they're looking at. Look at who they're following. Look at what they're looking at. If, however, you are trying to appeal to both men and women, then talk to the dudes who you've attracted, who are your ultimate lifers and just say, what are your favorite accounts? What do you go and look at? Why are you on Instagram? What would make you return to a person's account each day? Because I've also seen people make the transition. Let me give you an example. Look at the account, fitgirl underscore inspires. That is an account where he, yes, he features inspirational women in fitness every single day. Now, it's a dude who runs the account. His name is Jonathan, and we're friends, and we talk, and he's awesome. He's a young college student who he's probably graduated by now, and he's studied kinesiology and exercise science, and he started doing his own stuff, and people just weren't engaging. So instead, he decided to create an account specifically geared to inspire other women based on his own experience. Like he was raised by a single mother and his sisters were so inspirational to him. So he's like, you know, I don't know why I'm posting all this stuff about me. It's not what people want to see. So I'm going to post inspirational videos and photos of other women who are inspirational in fitness. He's turned it into a very successful business. Now that is a place where people go to and they can pay an affiliate fee in order to have their post featured. Now, there is a criteria. A lot of the people he selects are just random, but that's an incredible opportunity to get more exposure. The reason why I'm sharing that with you is because Jonathan, rather than fighting things, he was like, hey, I'm going to give the people what the people want and created this very successful account. Let me give you some other examples. I know so many of the Academy members from IG Academy, and that is my online Instagram Academy. Oh, and by the way, I know you had mentioned, Francis, on a previous phone call, I believe, that you were not a member of the Marketing Impact Academy this year. And I know that's a big investment for people when they're just starting out or money's tight. It's why we've taken out one of the most popular pieces of the Marketing Impact Academy, and we sell it individually. It's called IG Impact. It's $99. That's right. Kind of crazy, right? And that is very doable for anyone who's trying to grow their business using Instagram. Okay, now back to examples that you can use, concrete examples to show you how you can build an account and it doesn't have to be you that's the face of it. I know people like my friend Lewis Howes who has multiple accounts outside of his own personal account. Now, many of you are podcast listeners, so you You know Lewis Howes, you probably follow him on Instagram, but he has multiple other accounts, which I call feature or content accounts, where he's specifically targeting people who are interested in greatness or success or fitness. And by using an account where it's not his photo, but there are motivational phrases or motivational photos or 
other people's content whom he's asked permission to use. He's growing all those other accounts. He doesn't have to be the face of those accounts. The links can go back to build his own email list. And at the same time, he can grow his personal Instagram account, which is at Lewis House. So, fellas, it is different for you versus the ladies. I just am going to say something right now, and it might not make me that popular, and I know there are exceptions to this rule. But unless you are shredded and hot and super approachable, and you don't look like um, a jerk or a muscle head, most women aren't going to follow a men's account for fitness and inspiration and coaching. I'm sorry. They're just not. Like, unless you have something that's like super unique, like, you know, maybe all of your exercises are with your baby or they're with your wife or you're just like so amazingly hot that everybody and their brother <laughs> wants to follow you. And maybe you are, Francis. I'm just saying it's it's kind of different for men versus women. And that just is what it is. So consider using your time more wisely. If you're spending a lot of time on Instagram and you're actually seeing a blip and you're actually seeing a boost in your business, well, then maybe it's working. I don't know what you're using to evaluate it. Because Francis, you said, uh, I think I've hit a wall or I've, I've stopped having growth. So I don't know if you're referring to likes and comments or if specifically you mean that you're not getting new followers. All I know is the best thing to do is to look at how your new followers are specific, meaning are they your ideal lifer, number one? And number two, are you still seeing an incline in your business growth? If that's the case, well, then maybe what you're doing is working. But what the heck? Why not start a separate Instagram feature account where, you know, maybe you're spiritual, maybe you're Christian and you want to do, um, you know, a daily devotional, or maybe you want to do an account where you're just doing food tutorials or recipe tutorials or something that's really value driven. For everybody who's listening, Instagram is still very hot, but things have changed a lot in like the last three months. I will keep you posted. We just talked about it today at Team Johnson. We're putting together the webinar now to give you a lot of those updates. And for those of you who are Instagram Impact Academy members, I've just filmed hours and hours of new videos to update you on all of these changes. So I'm really excited to get that to you. It should be up in your academy. I would think in the next, depending upon when you're listening to this, should be up in your academy in the next uh, 10 business days. Yay, super excited. Awesome question. Just to summarize, if a social media platform just isn't working for you, and this goes for everybody, perhaps it's the wrong one. Maybe you should go deep into another one, but don't give up, Francis, because you did tell me you've seen a boost in your business, so we know it works. Let's just make these tiny little tweaks and see if we can't take your business to the next level. Okay, so I want to leave you with this, and this is a common thing I'm often asked, and that is, what do you attribute your success to? I've had multiple multi-million dollar businesses, some of which have been incredibly stressful and yeah, we were making a ton of money and no, we weren't happy. And the life that I'm living right now, the happiness, the joy, the purpose that I feel every single day is completely different from the success that Brett and I have enjoyed in the past. But the one common denominator in all of our businesses, which I attribute to our success is this, people. It's not a tool. It's not a certain amount of knowledge. 
It's not hobnobbing with the right kind of people. It's not how thin you are, how fit you are, how attractive you are. It's how kind you are. It's how you treat other people. It's slowing down and using your intuition. And my my guiding principle has always been to hire good people. I have radar for this. You do too. You just sometimes ignore it. Sometimes you let the resume and their skills and their qualifications overshadow what you feel. When you know you're dealing with someone who's bright, who's smart, who's good. And when I say good, I mean they're, they're, they're a nice person. They do good things for other people. When, when, you, when you pay attention to those things, when you can feel it, like it's just an instant connection. You just look at them and you go, I feel like I've known you forever. I already feel like I can trust you. That's a really good sign. And then go deeper. Date the people you want to hire. And by that, I mean, don't take them on a date. But kind of, I mean, like, get to know them. You're going to be spending a lot of time with these people. You're going to invest yourself. You're going to ask them to invest in your business. That's a huge chunk of time and resources and money and heartache if it's the wrong person. So hire slowly. Set up opportunities to meet with them, to see them in environments outside of your work environment. Get to know them. Research them. Go Intel, go FBI style, like stalk their Facebook page, their Instagram page. Look at the people who they hang out with, the people who they actually like and communicate with in social media. Like you can learn so much about a person by just being a social media ninja. Our success in our businesses has always been because of our people. And now I can say our success isn't just because of our people, but our happiness is because of our people. And the same is true when you're working with the virtual staff. I love my general virtual assistant, Giselle. Giselle, if you're listening, I love you so much. She's in the Philippines and I was just Viber texting back and forth with her a few minutes ago. And I think the biggest mistake I made early on in my um, learning smart success and outsourcing to consultants was that I was treating them like consultants and not family members, not employees. I was looking at their resume. I was looking at their portfolio. I was just assigning them work and wondering why they would disappear. You have to treat people like family. You have to let them know that you appreciate them and how important they are for the work that they do for you. And so if there's any piece of advice I can give to everybody who's listening, don't worry so much about your likes and your follows and growing your email list. I mean, all of these things are important, but nothing is more important than your team. Outsource and hire the things that other people can do. You are not saving yourself any money by trying to figure out how to do it yourself. I know that's hard to believe. It's the number one thing that I hear successful entrepreneurs say that they wished they would have listened to earlier in their career. I know it's true for me. I tried to do everything myself. I thought it was saving myself time and money. I don't have time to teach somebody else how to do that. We can't afford to pay someone to do that for us. Y'all, I was wrong. Just do it. If it doesn't save you time, if it doesn't make you money, if it doesn't save you money, well then take it back and do it yourself. But I promise if you learn to outsource and find the right people by listening to your intuition, your business will grow that much faster and so too will your happiness i want you to be happy i promised you i would be brief i would be bright i would make this fun 
and then I would be done. So I'm done. Microphone drop. I'm out.